Grandpa Jim, Motivation, Central Station, how are you? I just was listening to a very loud motorcycle, and the weather's really cold, but here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, the home of Harley-Davidson Motorcycles, they like them loud here. <laughs> I never could figure that out, but uh, they like them loud here. Uh, so how y'all doing? How's your mental health? Are you feeling good? What are you feeling right now? Are you feeling happy, elated? Are you feeling funny? Are you feeling silly? You know, hopefully you're you're on the good side of things here. For if you are not, you should call a friend, pick up the phone, and share what's going on with you, right? We are teapots, and it's good to be healthy and get those negative emotions uh Move them onward. Um, you know, emotions are circular. They go round and round and round. And if you're feeling great and you're in one of those elated moods or whatever, how about you calling a friend and and letting them uh, tap into your good, warm, fuzzy feelings? Uh, done a few podcasts on here about groups of people. Uh, the more positive, the more uh, influential, the more caring if those are uh qualities that your group um aspires to you're gonna you know become more of that so surround yourself with more of that seek out those positive relationships relationships if they don't exist you be the change change agent if you walk into the room and the room is flat and what can you bring to it what can i bring to it what can i bring to it to make people happy speaking of that i've been really missing stand-up comedy lately you know we always like as performers we like big huge crowds you know because it's electric and and it's uh terrifying the more people in the room am i gonna do good am i not and then you go up there and uh, all that stuff falls from your head after you get that big laughter the big roar and this day and age i'll take a chuckle from one guy at a table because <laughs> That would feel good right now, but I got a lot of stuff to talk about kids. Uh, speaking of kids and grandkids, I got to hang out with the uh, grandkids today. Tale of two cities. I had my one grandson over here, and he was in a lovely mood. And uh, my granddaughter is here this evening while her mother is working. And uh, in not such a good mood, right? Uh, that's his life. But anyways, I want to talk about a couple of things. This, this thing... Uh, this issue uh, or conversation pops up a lot. There was a Reddit post today where somebody said uh, people in Denmark make 22 bucks an hour um, selling, you know, working at a McDonald's in Denmark. And then the next thing uh, post was, well, their taxes are so high and if you subtract, uh, you know, the taxes and uh, you know, so a couple of things that uh, come with those high taxes is a lot of things that uh, we don't have here in the United States. Everybody's belief in the United States is like uh, we have the best health care system. No, we don't. It's like maybe 29th. Um, it's the most expensive health care system. Uh, in Denmark, they have the best health care system. And it's... Uh, uh, wait, 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 hold me on that. 
I believe they have the eighth best uh, healthcare system. Better than 29th, right? Better outcomes. It's free. It doesn't cost them anything. It's part of those heavy taxes that come out of that uh, $22 an hour. And um, then they have the highest education system in the world. Not only is it the highest education system in the world, it's free. And so, um, you know, the, the thing about taxes and uh, Ben Franklin, you know, uh, powerful influence on myself. Uh, there was a um, local guy that went from one movie theater to a whole chain. They're, they're, now the family runs this big corporation and they're in state after state. And uh, the owner of that chain, um, there was a local newspaper article on him back in the day, probably in the mid-80s, late-80s, early-90s. And it said that this guy had $40,000 and read Ben Franklin's autobiography and he went from... Um, he went from 40,000 into a $40 million empire at that time. And the movie theater thing, I know it's struggling now with COVID, uh, but I'm sure they're, they, they do really well in, in normal times. But my point is that Ben Franklin, uh, in that book said, we're taxed more by our idleness. In other words, uh, most of us are too lazy to get off our butts and to go work and instead we'll complain about the tax rate and uh, the other interesting thing that Ben Franklin said um, all the words in the world won't fill a bushel basket like if you want apples in a bushel basket talk about it all day long but uh, you know so this this podcast is all about taking action Um, if you like positive mental health stuff uh uh, please hit subscribe, but we're going to go into some really, uh, interesting stuff right now. Uh, let's talk about this, uh, su- uh, Supreme Court, um, as I watch a cat cross the street right now. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, Supreme Court, uh, nominee, Amy Coney Barrett, and, uh, something interesting that I didn't really see the ad uh, but there was an ad on television. I do not ever remember seeing uh, a person that's a nominee for the Supreme Court having a commercial out. Um, you know, I'm sure talked about her accolades and this, that, and, you know. And so it's kind of interesting that there's this ground assault to get public opinion, you know, and especially to fire up the Republican base to get this person in, slam them in the door. And I've done the podcast where the Republicans in, uh, when uh, President Obama was in office, they didn't allow him to, um, the process of nominating somebody had to wait till after the president was elected. And um, again, I talk about integrity on here. Are you a person of your words? Why does your words change four years later? That doesn't show integrity, folks. That shows flip-flopping. That shows I need to get voted back in here. How many Republicans 
wouldn't even, you know, uh, look at Trump when he first came out four years ago and we're all tuning in to every uh, newscast. Every time Trump showed up somewhere, everybody was tuning in and the Republicans were bashing him. And, you know, like last night, Ted Cruz was on CNN. And, uh, you know, um, he was talking to Chris Como and, and all of a sudden Chris is like, well, that's pretty funny because this guy was bashing <laughs> your family and calling you Lion Ted. Like, how do you line up behind that guy? Uh, you know, but uh, I guess there's so much money involved or whatever. I don't know. I just don't want to ever be that person. I, I'll stay... Uh, I'll stay in my tiny little home and uh, with my little lawn and um, the benefits of that, you know, where I can enjoy. Uh, I don't have a ton of financial pressure. I don't have a ton of yard work and stuff to do. So uh, me and my family, we can spend family time in with our grandchildren. We do a lot with and, and we love to hang out with the grandkids. And uh, for you young parents out there, trust me, please, please, please. I don't know if it's something in our uh, DNA or when you're younger, you just think, you know, when you're raising children, it's very difficult, but it goes so fast. And if you could, can learn to slow down, and I, it took me a long time. I have four children they're all spread out and it, it took me a while to do that you know when I was young I, I get some of that like you got to pay the bills and and that but if you can when you you're not doing that if you can really uh, hang out look your kid in the eyes and tell them that you love them and and play like today I had the most fun playing with this toy with my grandson and uh you know, we did it for an hour, and he just kept a... It was a little duck that would fire this little yellow ball. And, uh, you know, and we played that, and he figured out it's easier to just take the duck over to the ball. Why would you pick it up, walk it? So he takes the duck, and he picks the ball up with the duck instead of doing a, you know, a two-step process. It was really cute to watch. So had I been working in that, and... Uh, you know, all that memory forever, and it was just a beautiful experience. But now my other thing is, is I live here in the state of Wisconsin. Um, I was recently contemplating to uh, possibly start up my comedy class and um, thinking about masks and how could I do it safely. But right now, our state of Wisconsin is on fire. So I'm putting that idea on the back burner. It's crazy the COVID's going off the charts our hospitals are filling up and I had talked the other day how our Republican uh, legislature um, the governor here uh, Tony Evers had a you know mask mandate and the Republicans and our corona was under control like nobody's business uh, we had very few cases the Republicans go to the state uh, Supreme Court and ask the Supreme Court if it's unconstitutional. The Supreme Court is heavy Republican. They say, yes, it's unconstitutional. And thus, we went on fire with the COVID right after that. And then it kind of died down the last couple of months of summer. And we are on fire again, kids. And now we have 
President Trump coming here on Saturday night. And we, I don't want him here. You know, I don't want him here on a good day, <laughs> let alone when there's COVID. And now his, uh, his uh, whole picks, you know, his, uh, one of his uh, senior advisor is got COVID. And she was on his helicopter. Um, and uh, I think those uh, Gorski helicopters hold about... 14 people or so and some of the people uh she was on there i saw um uh kirshner getting on there um and trump and then they had i guess some press corps members well she had COVID, and they knew she had COVID. And she, uh, they didn't contact anybody. They didn't do any contact tracing of the people that were on it. Like they were going to try to fly it under the radar and not let these reporters know, you know, because, you know, I'm sure those are stories that are going to be popping tomorrow and the next day about how they were on this plane and how they weren't contacted and... Um, I'm sure that's going to, you know, put your seatbelt on, get in front of the TV, and that one's coming next, that's for sure. And so uh, we really don't need um, Trump coming to the state. Uh, we are on fire, Mr. Trump. Please stay home. Um, and the other thing that I'd like to talk about a little bit is Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old kid that came to our state he lives in Illinois. He came to after Jacob Blake got shot in the back. And this is the other thing in our area here. He had a criminal past. And uh, that always comes up after the fact. Like, oh, he got seven bullets in his back. And, oh, by the way, he had this other stuff on his record. And they didn't know that at the time. They, they had no idea at the time. Um, what was going on there. And now they get a statement from the cop 10 days later, and I support my police. Uh, friends of mine are on the Milwaukee Police Department, comedy friends of mine, and I do support them. But this guy come finally the police officer comes out with a statement 10 days later, not even 10 days, I think it's like three weeks now, uh, he just came out with the statement a couple of days ago that, oh, there was a kid in the back seat. He didn't know that. He, he didn't know anybody was in the car. And uh, so to put lead in the guy's back, uh, what the officer should have did was not have a gun in his hand. And he should have been trying to restrain him with two hands. And, and I get it. The, Jacob Blake should not have been resisting or fighting. Yeah. I absolutely get that, you know, uh, but to put lead into somebody like that. I remember seeing a newscast two summers ago when there was an African-American guy in Georgia and um, he was running away from a police officer and he was fatally shot in the back. And that was one bullet, let alone for somebody with cameras around to put seven bullets in a person's back is just totally um, murderous. There's no other words for it. So anyways, this Kyle Rittenhouse kid comes to Kenosha with a rifle in his hand. He's part of a 
vigilante group, and um, there was a Kenosha that you have to look through my podcast and go back, and it's called The Most Dangerous Alderman in America. This guy in Kenosha, the alderman, had a vigilante page. That's a very, the, the shocking thing, too, is it's a very democratic city, um, here in the state and that uh, this guy got voted in and did his constituents know that he was going to, um, you know, put together a vigil Annie uh, Facebook page when they voted him in office, you know, like, um, thank God Facebook took it down and that was a controversy all on its own. Uh, A lot of people are trying to blame Facebook uh, for that. And I get it, but folks, the problem was the guy posting the post, right? We need to take ownership responsibility for our actions. If I'm going to pay a uh, post a vigil, anything or anything hateful on, uh, Facebook's web website, me, grandpa Jim, if I'm going to do that, that's on me. That's not on Facebook. The hatred did not come from Facebook, okay? That hatred came from that alderman that put and had a call to arms that night to bring your weapons and defend. And that kid shows up and then he murders two people in the street and they're trying to claim self-defense. He already shot one person and that's why some of these brave heroes, the heroes that lost their lives trying to stop this kid from running away and hurting somebody else. They didn't know what he was going to do later, you know, and all you people, uh, all the people out there that are trying to raise money for this kid, the kid murdered somebody. And then the second time around, he he was defending himself because he already murdered somebody and people are trying to stop him from murdering another person. <laughs> Wow, just crazy. So uh, he is trying to sue his attorney. These attorneys grab these high-profile cases and they want to make themselves more known. So now his big thing is he's trying to uh, sue the Joe Biden campaign. And Joe Biden, his attorney, Kyle Rittenhouse's attorney, is trying to sue Biden because in one of his ads he has a photograph of a written house with a rifle in his hand. Well, why is he walking out in the street publicly with a rifle in his hand? You know, like, like he should have his picture. You know, we should all get his picture. You know how there's Amber Alerts? When there's people like him walking in the street with a uh, rifle, I want to know about it. You know, maybe that's something we can all look into as a new Amber Alert system on, on uh, Fifth Avenue and the you know, 144th Street, uh, there is a armed man with a rifle right now uh, walking down the middle of the street. Can I get an Amber Alert on that, please? <laughs> and so, um, well, I just wanted to come on here and uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Supreme Court ad. I was shocked to see that, um, you know, that they're trying to stir public policy to uh, that side of the country to get her in and slam dunk it. And if that court gets changed now, uh, it's going to be a long ride. Our court here in Wisconsin is all Republican 
and it is not friendly. Uh, not, not that it should be friendly, um, but it doesn't have a heart and a soul or, you know, like there's some cases that should be overturned right now. One is the Stephen Avery, Brandon Dassey case, and that ain't getting anywhere near our court system. Uh, the only way those guys are getting out is through a pardon from Governor Evers, and I highly support that. I understand there's finally some billboards in the state. Um, I guess they're near the Capitol, I'm about uh, 60 minutes from the Capitol. I have not been out that way in some time since uh, midsummer. I don't see myself heading there yet, uh, anytime soon right now, but um, I'd like to check out those billboards and power to whoever paid to get those up because those guys were wrongly convicted and uh, so I'm praying really hard for them and so I just wanted to come on here today and uh, try to show you um, that you know you're more likely to get rich in, in other countries we rank way below a lot of uh, third world countries. I think, you know, like there's some countries that you wouldn't believe their health systems have better outcomes than our, but there are. I'm going to let you do a little homework and go, uh, you know, get a little active and and look around at this stuff. And then, uh, you know, the white supremacy uh, t-shirts, podcast. Thanks for all the love on that. I really appreciate that. Um, So thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim today. Um, Try to keep positive. You know, try to try to find a sense of humor today. I love humor. I love laughing. And, um, you know, so uh, I'm going to do that. Maybe check out a funny film or two, call a funny friend or two, and uh, try to get some chuckles going and you know, to help this, uh, this, this storm's going to pass, this COVID, um, this political season's going to pass. And so, uh, hey, thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim tonight. Uh, really love the support from all of you. Oh, this is something I wanted to mention was Michael Moore's movie. Uh, it's uh, Where Can We Conquer Next or something's the title of it. But it goes through um, all the rankings of all the countries, and it's really interesting. Um, I'd highly recommend for you to um, check out that film. If, if you like listening to me, I know you like Michael Mars-type film. And um, I highly recommend that because he goes to all these different countries. One of my favorite scenes from one of the countries is he's sitting down and he's like, oh, I've eaten all over the world. And um, I'm eating, you know, on a scale of, uh, you know, I've eaten in these high-end restaurants and and I'm going to give this a pretty high mark. Um, You know, he's eating like lamb chops and good cut fresh vegetables and uh, drinking, um, you know, a healthy drink to, ch- to chase it all down with. And, and then he says, um, I'm in the school cafeteria in a school in France, you know, like, and then he shows like, he cuts to, um, you know, chicken nuggets. He was showing the kids in that school, like what the Americans eat, the chicken nuggets and that sort of thing. Um, 
And uh, they they had to dare a kid to drink a Coke. Like none of them would even try to drink a Coke soda. And finally, somebody does it on a dare. But it's a real, really cute scene, but a really educational uh, scene, which brings me to that Subway bread and uh, how um, one of the European countries won't even classify it as bread because there's too much sugar in it. Oh, welcome to America, folks. And then, uh, so, and then I got a film too. It's on uh, Amazon Prime. It's called Laugh Addict, Toxic Drug, Best Medicine. And it's actually about uh, mental health and comedy and laughter and the positive effects of that. And uh, there are, if you're a PTSD uh, army survivor, there, there is maybe a seven second triggering, um, might be a triggering scene. Um, there is a scene from, uh, Iraq where somebody's shooting a gun for about seven seconds and, and you might not want to tune in if that kind of thing would trigger your PTSD, but there's a ton of laughter in it. You'll see a lot of stand up jokes. Um, and so, uh, check that out. And uh, thank you very much for tuning into the podcast. If you like these types of podcasts, please hit subscribe. Let's go help somebody today. Let's uh, help a friend. Let's help a family member, a neighbor. Let's find something we can do for them today. Uh, It was cute today. I heard this bell ringing, 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 ringing. And uh, I couldn't figure out what it was. So I went from my backyard to the front where the street is. I live in a very suburban area. And uh, all of a sudden there was a Hispanic gentleman with his little ice cream cart. And uh, so that brought a cheer to uh, my face. And uh, there was a mom running after him and uh, it was pretty far from the house. And she was ran, I know where she lives and she ran about two city blocks and uh to purchase some from him and i thought that was wonderful and uh so um you guys that was a great deed to witness and uh hopefully you could do something so kind for somebody too and so hey uh remember if you have nothing to give you can always give a smile